Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The order today has ordered new black majority districts, specifically in South Metro Atlanta, Western Metro Atlanta, and the Metro Macon area. That was a week ago. Uh, Caitlin May, Caitlin May with the ACLU, I think I stand to be corrected here, but I think an attorney with the ACLU, uh, reacting to the ruling from Judge Steve Jones, of course, former judge at the Superior Court level of Athens, now a U.S. District Court judge, and that ruling that, as she describes, calls Georgia lawmakers back to Atlanta uh, to redraw legislative and congressional district maps. The governor issuing that call November 29th is the date for that special session. Joining us now, one of the lawmakers who will be going back to Atlanta for that session right after Thanksgiving, Madison County State Senator Frank Ginn. Senator again, thanks for your time this morning. Hey, great to be with you this morning, Tim. You know, she mentioned, did, did Caitlin May there with the ACLU, you mentioned the area specifically to be addressed in the redistricting. Leads you to believe that, that there won't be much, if any, impact on Athens and, and our districts as drawn by you folks in the legislature. That said, once you start drawing and redrawing these maps, who knows what's going to happen? You're exactly right, Tim. One of the things that, uh, you, know, you know, drawing maps is kind of like taking a balloon and when you squish on one end, it moves the other end out or in or whatever. And the uh, so when you start looking at how we're going to have to redraw these maps, when you push and pull on the, the balloon, just like it would the on these maps, it, it affects and can potentially affect all the areas of the state. Of course, my friends that are uh, bordering the uh, and colleagues that are bordering. The other states surrounding us, they know they can't get pushed uh, into the other state, as near as we can tell. The, uh, but, you know, the, it's a really interesting process of going through the redistricting. Uh, you know, I, I know Judge Jones has, has uh, made his ruling, and for me, it's a difficult situation for us as legislators because we absolutely did the best job that we could to make uh, maps that met all of the Voting Rights Act and, and all of the requirements, and and so he said, hey, you, you got some problems in this area, so we've got to go back and readdress those. What makes it more interesting is we won't know whether we, we've done a good job or not till somebody sues us and says, okay, well, we, we agree with what you've got done. State Senator Frank Ginn here. Uh, again, the legislative redistricting session set to start just a few days after Thanksgiving on the 29th. And, of course, uh, coming up to the first of the year in the regular session. We'll get to that in a moment here. But the point is you folks are going to be spending a lot of time in Atlanta. Any sense of how long this might take this special session? Well, uh, the, uh, I believe the fastest I've ever seen a bill go through, and that was with all the bipartisan support you could do, it's five days, and you got to break the rules to do that. So you, you, you know, we have to ex- exempt all the rules. I would look for this to take closer to ten days to do. To the, uh, and it is one of those things that, uh, you know, we 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 don't know until we get into it exactly how this will will shape up. But the uh, I would expect it to be somewhere between uh, eight and ten days. 
uh, during which time there will be folks who say they want the governor to put other things on the agenda. Uh, and the governor is saying point blank no to some of these folks. You have uh, Esther Panich in, in the legislature wants wants the governor to add to the agenda and the things you'll do in the special session. Uh, something that was actually kind of addressed in the more recent legislative session earlier this year that deals with definition of anti-Semitism and some sanctions for folks who do egregious things. Uh, and the governor saying, no, we don't have time. We're going to spend all our time on this redistricting matter. So I, I, I guess the sense is at least that'd be the one thing you'll focus on and, and not really get bogged down with anything else. I think he's he's pretty well pegged it that as soon as you open the door to something other than just redistricting, there's where do you stop? And so then we get into, uh, okay, now we're moving a regular session, and we'll be doing that the uh, second Monday in January, and, and as the Constitution requires. But I think the governor's got it right that, that we just need to focus on redistricting and, and, and do a good job and make sure that uh, we follow the law on it and prioritize getting it done the uh to the best of our ability. Senator Frank Gim with us here again, that legislative session, the regular session, as you mentioned, in early January. And a full plate, obviously, every year there always is a full plate of issues to address, beginning with, of course, the budget, the state budget, and all that flows and goes with that. Uh, what else? As you look ahead, as you look ahead to January and February and probably most of March, what do you think is going to be something that will be occupying a lot of our time and attention? Well, one of the things that, as you know, uh, Georgia's been the best state in the, in the nation to do business for 10 consecutive years. And we only keep that because we keep improving the, the business climate that we have. I'll give you an example of something that came across into my committee, and I was really proud of uh, our Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. The uh, I got a bill that came over from the House that dealt with some energy efficiency uh lending for uh, commercial industrial properties and what we could do to, to help uh, them improve their, their uh, real estate and their, their holdings the, uh, in a better interest rate. Only problem was it was going to create uh, about 700 new development authorities across the state. And I'm like, no, I'm not expanding the government that, that far. And I talked to uh, Lieutenant Governor Burke Jones, and he, he supported me, and he said, yeah, Frank, do what you need to. Uh, I worked with the the author of the bill, and and we're we're trying to get that uh, across the goal line this next year. But that's one of the things that we do that we won't create more development authorities. But I think we can get a good bill at the end of the day. Now, when we look at problems that we have in Georgia, and I think uh, you wouldn't have to to be a rocket scientist to know as you ride around the interstate, you turn on the TV, you listen to the radio, the uh, there's a lot of lawyers out there that are saying, oh, big truck, big wreck, big check. The, uh, and we are probably one of the worst in the nation on some of the, the oh, legal claims that we have and some of what's going on on the, the torts issue. And so for me, I'm really proud of, of Governor Kemp. that He's, he's oh, working with us to address that issue this year, and I think that'll be something that can help 
improve our business climate here in Georgia. Something else I would imagine you folks are going to need to address here, the the close to $11 billion, 10.7, I think was the figure, $10.7 billion by way of a budget surplus and what to do with that. Uh, generally speaking, the governor's idea, the Republican idea, uh, that surplus money provided by the taxpayers, give it back, it has been the approach over uh, recent years, uh, and maybe that comes to pass. You got Democrats primarily with a lot of different ideas about how to spend that money and, and programs they would like to see. What do you see happening there? Well, I, I agree with the governor that, you know, that money is the people's money. And anything we can do to save them, uh, you know, look at the inflation that, that Bidenomics has brought into our country. Look at what's going on. We need to return as much of that money as we possibly can the, uh, to the, the citizens of Georgia. It's their money, and, and, you know, we don't need to spend anything more than we absolutely have to have. One of the things that, that's kind of interesting when you look at what's going on in Georgia, they, uh, we've been able to keep our AAA bond rating that helps all of our, our Georgia citizens. The, uh, and when we do need to, to uh, bond for projects, that's something that, that's been beneficial for us for uh, at least the, the 13 years that I've been in the legislature. Now, for me, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you could, you could say, well, how, how can we invest that money? The, uh, to, to improve people's lives, and a lot of times it's just giving it back to the source it came from. Senator Frank, again, uh, speaking of taxes, there's there's this notion of revisiting some of the tax credits, and then the one that comes to the top of mind, of course, the film tax credit, uh, which for a decade and a half has, has bolstered a film industry, now a multi-billion dollar film industry in Georgia. Some folks talking about maybe capping that, doing different things with that, and other uh, sorts of tax incentives. Where do you see that going? Well, and, and I'm proud of the, the work that, that uh, some of my colleagues are, are doing to address uh, what's going on, on on tax incentives. You know, we need to know, okay, first off, how productive are these incentives at doing what we want them to do? And and unless you study that, you really don't know. So I'm, I'm glad that, that uh, we're all taking a look at it. One of the things that you don't want to do is you don't want to kill the goose that laid the golden egg, and, and we've got a a lot of reasons why we're the number one uh, state in the nation to do business. And the uh, those businesses are everything from aerospace to, to film credits. And the uh, those are things that when we look, uh, it, it's, it's kind of complicated. I think there's some opportunities to uh, kind of make sure that long term we're in the right place. Well, unfortunately, the uh, one of the issues with the film tax credit, is we don't put a, a sunset date on, okay, here's your credit. When can you use it? You know, we're, we're in great financial shape in the state. If people wanted to use that film tax credit right now, that'd be, you know, something that we could absorb. Unfortunately, the, uh, that's an issue that we probably need to address so that, okay, you've got a, a time clock ticking. Once we give you that credit, you've got to use it within a certain period of time or something along those lines. But uh, there's a lot of credits out there. And the reasons that we do credits is because we're trying to grow that industry. We're trying to grow that business. We've done things for the medical industry. We've done things for uh, any industry you can think of that that is in Georgia uh, that helps those folks. And there's a reason that while we do it, and we want to try to make sure that we're getting the return on investment for our citizens. Running a little long here, Senator Frank Gimbert. I wanted to ask this final question. Let you go on this one. There's this notion. I don't know how serious it is. There's some lobbyists calling for this. Property tax reform in Georgia. The idea would be 
to have me pay on my home property taxes based on what I paid for my home, not on what some county assessor says my home might be worth. Any any chance that goes anywhere? Yeah, we're always looking at, at ways that we can can uh, relieve people of taxes. And, you know, faster-growing counties, they, they, uh, we see the property values escalating the uh far faster than, than inflation. The, uh, those are things that as we try to address them, you have to remember that uh, just like a tax credit, somebody says, oh, we need a tax credit over here for this property tax, you know, whether it be seniors or, or veterans or whatever the case may be. Well, when you when you give a credit somewhere, there's, a, there's an additional cost somewhere. So uh, when we look at property tax relief, you have to be careful that that uh, when you when you constrain one end of it, it grows on the other end, just like that balloon we were talking about on redistricting. <laughs> State Senator Frank, in that special session on redistricting, November 29th, the regular session uh, in January. Senator Frank, again, Madison County Republican, represents about half of Athens in the Senate. Thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward. Thank you, Tim. The until uh, uh, we we get to see each other again, I hope if I if I don't get to you for Thanksgiving, hope you and listeners have a great Thanksgiving. This is that month. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.